This podcast is for mature audiences only. The topics and views discussed are opinions based on personal experience and may change. Some names have been changed or otherwise altered to protect privacy. We do not own or otherwise possess any rights to any of the music played or mentioned during recordings. Welcome back, guys. Taboo Tuesday. This is Raven, and I would like to introduce to you Liam. Hi, Raven. Hello. How's it going today? Well, <laughs> uh, it's early morning for me. Um, Same here. It's almost ten o'clock. <laughs> right, but I like it's. I'm three hours behind you. Right. So. So it's like early. Well, I, and I just got off work, so it's like my evening, so like, I'm ready to go to bed. Oh. <laughs> right, like, stay awake. <laughs> right, right. Um, so this is not just your first appearance on Taboo Tuesday, this is also your first time on a podcast. It is, it is. Okay, so... But I wanted to take the time. I figured I, I thought about it, and I thought that it would be a good idea because it gives me a bigger platform, so to speak. Right, and I mean, we've had a lot of conversations, and I know that um, due to some, you know, like, issues you've had recently, you um, you don't remember all the conversations that we've had, but we've been talking... Um, off and on for about what like a year a at le- year? yeah at least that a year yeah, off so. and on um so i mean like i i've had the pleasure of of getting to know you but why don't you go ahead and tell us what uh what it is that you you need the platform for like what's what's your message what did you want to what do you, well, you want to accomplish by doing this for me, uh, the fact that it's a bigger platform, to me, I hold mental health, and I hate to say it because everybody doesn't like politics, but I'm I'm big on the political side of it. You really and not are. just you know, not just the political side of what's right, what's wrong. I'm talking about the political side of mental health too, because there is a political side to it. You know, uh, when it comes to states, the state funding for the uh, state mental institutions, for example, in Michigan, uh, we don't have state-funded mental institutions anymore because we had a governor who cut the funding and we stopped funding mental institutions. So we have private institutions instead of state-ran institutions. Is that anything but like I wanted to private use it- prisons? So it's like just basically padding the pockets of people? Well... The one that's closest to me, I've heard some pretty nasty stuff, and I won't use names of what the hospital's called because of that, but right. I've heard some nurses, I have had friends that were nurses in there, and they've told me before that it, it, they left because of how it's ran. Let's put it that way. Mental institution, I've always thought this, and that is people that have a problem mentally regardless of how strained and drained they are mentally, when on the verge of snapping, need some place to go where they can expel the energy that is inside of them at a 
building where they're not going to be judged, so to speak. They, Meaning, and not even just a building. I actually, I just think that they need some kind of safe haven. They need correct. a safe and, place. It doesn't have to necessarily be a building because for me, it's never been inside. For me, that safe place where I could just go be without judgment and express myself was always more, I mean, like mine was always more isolated. I don't do well in large groups, but um, mine was always like in the woods. Oh, totally. And when I was a kid, I was the opposite. You were in the woods, I was in my room. But what I realized is the more that I stayed in the, my room, isolating myself from society, the more depressed I got. So in the end, it's not all uh, about how much I can't stand people. I actually enjoy people's company. What I don't like is the stupidity. That's what bothers me. Because even though we live in a time and a day and age where everybody gets the floor, you still have to, like you've told me in the past, uh, it's all you got to take everything what people say with a grain of salt right 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 so that's more the biggest thing for me is being able to i guess it goes along with opinion too being able to accept somebody else's opinion regardless of the issue because i'll admit i don't do that very well i know <laughs> <laughs> we've had we've had a couple of little spiral fallouts there where like I all I I said I said what I meant, but it was there was like one word that you got stuck on, and like the rest of it just kind of cut off. And I get it, I right. totally get it because um, when I'm really worked well, up about something, that's what happens with me, whether it's good or bad. Like when I get to correct. a certain level with my anxiety and like my emotional, it's eventually like your your physical reaction in like your chest and your shoulders and like like your body language and everything like when you start tensing up like that whether it's because you're trying to like maintain your excitement or you're trying to like hold in all of this like rage you stop hearing like right, it's, correct. It, it it you don't mean to. It's not like an intentional thing. It just kind of like shuts off. Um, I whenever shit like that happens, a lot of times I end up becoming like a passenger in my own mind. Like I I'm watching myself oh, yeah. say these things and do these things, but like there's not a damn thing I can do to stop it. Filter is gone. Um, right. So At I all. I totally <laughs> understand it when it happens. That's probably why like. I'm just kind of like, okay, just hold on a second. <laughs> Wait, and, you listen know, to what I, I said. And I understand that people, people because of all this quarantine stuff, you know, and I understand that people, some, you know, it really showed us when the governors of all the states, because let's face it, not, I guess you could say not, I don't want to, I want to go back and fix that statement. Not all states closed. That's obvious. Right. There were some states that didn't close. But let's say the ones that did close, we're all in this together, okay? But it really showed it, to me, it showed me how many people can't do well staying in their house and only being able to go in the backyard or the front yard or go for walks who couldn't do that for two weeks. It really showed me how many people can't do that. When the people who have mental illness have to do it every day, because even though they're at work and they're going out of their houses and things like that, the struggle and the battle is still in their brain. Right. 
and you can't I mean, like time. you just take that with you everywhere you go right. um, i'm not and my point behind that is i'm not using my disabilities from my mental health as an excuse to go to uh my capitol building and bitch about the fact i i can't come out of my house i'm not doing that and i feel as if though the people that were doing that are just complaining that's all it is to me is complaining because it's not about me it's about we i same storm i mean like we're definitely all in the same storm i don't i don't know if you saw that post that i i made um i don't know a couple days ago a friend of mine posted this um i kind of want to call it a free verse poem but it was kind of like it was just it was a it was called the storm and basically the moral of it was we're not in the same boat because everybody keeps saying we're all in the same boat we're all in the same boat and i'm gaga was like the first person who was like i'm sorry we are not in the same boat like i am not dealing with the same struggles as this as somebody you know basically at home getting their ass beat by their abusive significant other she's like i don't have that problem i'm not worried about whether or not i'm gonna be able to eat next month she's she flat said it like it was just okay well i guess but the 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 point of the the poem was just like just be mindful like you're we are in the same storm yes we're all going through our own struggles right now like we are but um but don't but don't don't you think that's kind of easier for somebody who makes a lot of money to say stuff like that no she was like she that's was where i have she was she was doing it in like solidarity to make sure that people realize that like okay. we are being seen why I only say that because I'm very skeptical when stars get out, have this podium and they start preaching. Usually I because am. The... Usually I am, because but you... Gaga's been consistent. I have mad okay. respect right. for Gaga. Uh, so do I. Absolutely, so do I. Yeah, I definitely have um, mad respect for her. She's she's, she's had, like, she literally won, her and Anne Hathaway. I mean, like, I don't know how oh, much yeah. you know about Anne Hathaway. I love Anne Hathaway. I, oh yeah, I'm trying to think of a movie that had her in it. The new Ocean, Ocean's movie had Anne Hathaway in it. When they steal diamonds, that was a good one. There's um, what's it? I can't remember what it's called. She has Parkinson's in the movie. Oh, oh. I know that movie. It's just, I can't think of the name. Yeah, but I know I exactly either. what you're talking about. Crud. That movie uh, made me bawl yeah. my eyes out. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the, the yeah. point is, um, like, I, abs- I absolutely love that they use their status to be there for people. Like, right. to, you know what well, I mean? See, like, and the, it's perfect. There was, it is. Now, when I say that you got to be skeptical, I don't mean every star that goes 
on there preaching is full of crap. That's obviously not what I'm saying. Because no, like I you understand said, take that. Salt, I do understand There is that. one star. There, there is a guy that's in music that I like listening to, Ice-T. If you listen to some of the interviews with Ice-T, that man is mad brilliant. Like, oh, I know. I absolutely love him. Knowledge. I absolutely love Ice-T. I've seen his band, his band Body Count, which is a metal band. I've seen them at Manifest before, and they were really good. I didn't know he had a metal band. Oh, yeah. It's called Body Count. Nice. Great band. Really awesome. They actually, I don't know if it's their newest, newest album, but one of the albums they did, they did a re- recover of uh slayer on it and it's super awesome i am not very well versed in (laughs) a lot of the political side of this i'm actually i'm actually really excited that you you wanted to come on here um and use this as a platform to kind of raise awareness on the political side of mental health because like i don't know these things and i don't have a lot of i guess i don't i i have i have michaela i don't know if you've heard any of the episodes i have i've done with michaela but michaela um she her her nonprofit every action echoes is fucking beautiful and mm-hmm. yeah. I, I've actually got like I, I love watching her, like exist, like hanging out with her. Just like she's the type of person where when you're around her, she just makes everything feel so much lighter. She literally has been through so much shit, and like she'll post a picture talking about everything that or about something she's dealing with and then like the picture is her smiling because she's just gonna smile her way through the fucking thing and i'm just sitting there going like man do i envy that <laughs> like, but her um her nonprofit, uh and her experience there and with her her humanitarian um professions and everything uh in social work has given me a lot more insight to the i guess it's technically political side of the community as a whole but it's not it's not really like the the mental health side with dealing with like the hospitals and and I, I guess, right. However, the See, it, government wants to regulate it, it or whatever. Right. I don't right. even have words for and it. My thing that's, is, <laughs> I don't even have words. Well, there are some things when it comes to the United States government. You look at it and go, "Nope, I'm out. Can't do it." <laughs> and that's understandable. Well, that's um, most of it with me, honestly. In my, <laughs> well, in my view. You know, I know you know, in the past years, we've had shootings, okay? That that was my number one thing. Every time I saw a shooting on the news, they went right to all the guy's nuts. He's flipping crazy, you know? So in some aspects of our society, mental health is a huge stigma. Because it is. instead of thinking about what's going on, instead of thinking about why these people shot a bunch of people and diving into the mind of that person, you know, and I'm not, and some would say, well, it sounds like you're agreeing with what they did. I'm not, not at all. 
in any case would I agree with walking I into don't a building. Condone, yeah, I always just, say no, that I, I, I don't condone the actions, but I'm interested in what caused it. Correct, correct. And I've noticed that every time that happens, the news goes nuts with the mental health side of it. Even if that's not true. Because if you say the guy's crazy, there's an advertisement right there. You can true. you can market that shit. That's true. And it pisses I mean, me off because they market that shit. It pisses me off because it it makes like a lot of people think that like I've heard some of the stuff that people think about like uh borderline personality disorder. Oh yeah. Okay, well I mean Well uh, for all of the for all of the things that I've ever been, I have never been heartless. And a lot of people have this like that like this this mentality that we're heartless because of our dark side. Like Right. You know, we we try to avoid that at all costs, but we can't control it. Like, <laughs> like our, we, we we really really try. We oh, just yeah. need some understanding here. Um, but it it makes us sound like psychotic, like crazy people, and we're not. Yeah, <laughs> most Absolutely. of us are like. When really I, chill when we're not I, crazy. The job I had before the before COVID hit that I worked at, I would get so stressed out because of how many customers they had because I have a problem with social anxiety. I love people, which I know that's really weird and it's fucked up. I love people. I could talk to people. Used to be anyway to do that. But now when there's a large group of people, I get really uncomfortable and I freak out. And there were many times at my my old job where I would have to go in the private bathroom because I was too afraid of a guy hearing me in the stall crying because I'm overwhelmed. Because the stipulation in this country and with society is that men don't cry. Toxic masculinity. It's stupid. It sucks, and I hate it. I it's it's literally the vein. It's it, it's it's just the bane of existence. Oh, absolutely. I understand that. But you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with a man showing how much he's having an issue by crying. To Not me, at all. That's what I'm saying is it's toxic masculinity is the reason that's wrong. And it's not wrong. Right. It's, I mean, like, it. the reason we don't know that men cry is because men have always been made to feel like they had to hide when they cry. But, you know, but when it comes to when push comes to shove, who did that? Where did that come from? Did women push that off on men? I have because no it, idea. Be, and I can't say women push it off on men because then you'll have the feminists all pissed off. You know, you can't go that route, you know. So but that that's why when I think about stuff, I think about, well, where did it come from? Yes, we have this. But where did the start of the issue come from? Because that's really the only way to fix stuff in society or even with yourself is to find where it came from and then go from there. But if nobody is willing to go, yeah, that's where it came from, it'll, it can never get fixed because nobody will agree on the same thing. That's why I've always agreed when it comes to politics and, and the Democrats and the Republicans crossing lines. Work together. 
do good things for this country on the same level as each other, not a different level, not a party politics, Republican, I only go this way, and I'm a Democrat, I only go this way. That's not what our country's about. Our country's about freedom of everybody to have the right to worship who they want. And, you know, I'm not a biased person. Let me put it that way. I am not a racist person. I don't care what color shirt you got on. I don't care what sexual preference you claim to be. Doesn't matter to me because we're all people. In the eyes of my God, we're all people. Right. I have a question. <laughs> um, we were talking about this, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Um, you you are a a unique kind of skinhead. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> what did you yeah, call well, it? It's sharps, skinheads against racial prejudice. Yeah, they have a, you can you can go on Facebook and you can look them up on Facebook. Their their mission statement is on there and everything. I think they they I think they have a website too. But the mission statement's on there too. But sharps don't like boneheads or neos. We are completely against fascist, racist assholes. Completely against that. We don't care what color skin you have or what sexual preference you have. We don't give a shit. Because to me, it's about the music. It's about punk music. It's about metal music. It's about music in general. Really, skinhead, to me, means it's all about punk, personally, and what the, the meaning behind the music, really. And to me, I do understand that Neo's decided to go, well, we'll go with the racist statement. We'll have that kind of sentiment and we'll have a uh, swastika. Yeah, that's kind of inappropriate in my opinion. And you know, the thing that really bothers me is that I've never heard a skinhead with a kind opinion. It's always a radical opinion about anti-black or anti-Jew or anti-whatever. If you ain't white, you ain't right. Well, you know, that kind of mentality to me is disgusting. And where did it where did we go in this country when our country's been allowed to go that direction? You know what I mean? Like how did how did people become so I don't care that that kind of thinking slipped into our mainstream society? Cuz it bugs me. I couldn't agree more, actually. It's, it's, for all the bad stuff you say about yourself, man, I really like you. Like, you just make me happy. Well, some people think, I've been told by many people I think too much. But the problem with that is when you think too much, you come up with really logical ideals and ideas. <laughs> yeah, you know, when... this country isn't made for thinkers. Like at all, at all. Like in my state, when we had everybody, you know, and I know you know, everybody was protesting about the stay-at-home order. Well, my whole thing was, you want to go, in, at least in Michigan, you want to go boating. Okay, yeah, you want to go boating. I get that. First of all, boating in my mind is when it's 70 friggin' degrees. Because let me tell you, the day after they had the protest in Lansing, it was 32 degrees and dumping snow. All I had to say at that point was, who's going fishing now? 
You just made yourself oh, no, look like a... No, I'm pretty sure my grandpa loves, well, used to love going ice fishing. He would oh, have but, gone uh, fishing when it was 30. He loved the cold. My grandpa loves well, the cold. And that's, and that's fine. But the lake that's down the street from my house that I literally can walk to, even though it's not frozen anymore, it's still 32 degrees. It's freezing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what not... I'm saying is like, that's, that's when my grandpa would want to go fishing. And like, where do, where did we go? Okay. Where did we go in this country when we're allowed? Okay. When, when, when people are allowed to walk into a place of politics, yet a place of business with guns drawn, where did we go in this country when that is allowed? Because let me tell you, those protesters think it's the second amendment. First of all, nobody's coming for the, their guns. No one is coming for your freaking guns, like ever. The Democrats have never, ever been, by the way, we're coming for your guns. <laughs> no, never happened, never will happen. It's in the Constitution, never going to happen. Part of the problem is when you get more than one opinion on how something should be ran, you have more than one opinion on how to uh, predict what the Constitution actually says. Because we can't go back and listen to the forefathers and what they're telling us and how to do things. So stuff gets jambled and all screwed up and you get these different opinions that you really have to weed out that don't make much sense. And the fact that, well, people are coming for your guns, we live in America. The only reason that nobody has fucking invaded this country is because everybody has a gun, pretty much. <laughs> It's Not to true. mention people go, oh, look, America, they're all gun-toting retards. Name one good thing you've ever heard from a foreign news agency. My point being that... I, I, I have to be honest, I try to avoid putting much stock into the news. I mean, like, I I read I read news on like murders and serial killer trials and stuff like that and I mean like I I'll read an article to like something happened but I mean like I only follow like the key facts in it like if I read five articles and they all say the same thing I go ahead and go with that. See and that's why. That's why I'm saying don't just look at one news agency. My personal opinion, I don't look at Fox News. I don't look at Fox News. I don't look at CNN. If if it's, well, maybe CNN a little more. I know people like to fuck with CNN and call it the Communist News Network, which is completely bullshit. It's just an opinion when it comes to news. But you'll never hear a Republican say that. You'll always hear a Republican say, well, it's communist news. It's fake news. But if you ever ask them how, you, how they came to that conclusion, the simple, the simple answer will, will be because Donald Trump said so. That's the answer you'll get. You won't get an answer while the fact here is that this is why it's wrong. You won't get that. Like I said, you'll get because Donald Trump says it's fake news, which is the most stupid. That right there is following. That is a follower. That is not somebody with free thought. That is somebody following Sheep. somebody they enjoy and that they like. So when you hear people go, oh, you're just drinking the Kool-Aid, I hate to 
the Republicans drink more Kool-Aid than I've ever seen to the point they're on a fucking sugar high. Stop it. Was was Jim Jones was Jim Jones a Republican? You know, I don't actually know. Because I don't know much about Jim Jones and I can't speak on things I don't know about. I mean I watch Netflix has a thing about Jim Jones. Yeah, Jonestown or Jonestown or something. It just came out on there or something yeah. recently. Right. And I, I I admit I did watch that. And it's disgusting what that that guy did. But anyway, that yeah, that <laughs> wow. That guy was nuts. But when somebody says drinking the Kool-Aid, that's what they mean. Which I know you know that. I just you know, it, because I've in in the past couple of months since COVID hit, I've had so many different conversations with so many different people, and you know, a majority of a majority of them, except for you, of course, they they think I'm drinking Kool Aid, and every time I say what Kool Aid hath I be drinking, well, you 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 kind of think that. Uh, it's okay to give up your freedom to stay in the house. First of all, I'm not giving up any freedom to stay in the house. Because if I was giving up freedom to stay in the house, I wouldn't stay in the fucking house because I'm choosing to stay in the house. And I'm choosing to stay in the house because I'm keeping everybody else safe. My girlfriend got in, all, got in a streaming match with a lady at the store yesterday because the dollar store she went to said that it was mandatory and you must wear a mask. Well, this lady in there didn't have a mask on. She had a scarf on, but it was tied around her neck. It wasn't over her mouth or her nose. Well, the lady behind the counter that rings everybody up said, sorry, ma'am, I can't serve you. You have to wear a mask in here. Well, then an argument ensues. Point being, she... She breathed and spit on my son, who is autistic, so he's special needs. Well, that pissed my girlfriend off, and they got into it. So the point being, people really are dumb to the point where they can't figure out why you got to wear a mask. I'm doing the social distancing, wearing a mask, and it's not because I've lost my freedom. It's because I choose to live and not be a fucking idiot and die or get sick or worse. Right. So that's that's my take on it. I I have to wear a mask for work. Um I mean like here's a here's a little known fact about me. I like masks. Like like ninja style masks. I have this um I have this like uh metal uh scale mask that actually covers like right around the nose and comes up around the head and everything and like it's like I don't I I don't even know like a belly dancer little mask oh that's cool Um, yeah that's like cool though but I mean like I I have one of those and I was I'm gonna I'm saving the money to go to phlebotomy school so I mean like in oh, some that's cool. Ca- you know what I mean? Like, I've considered oh, yeah. going back to nursing, like, going to nursing school and 
do I like you know what I mean like I've thought about all these things I've considered it there's gonna be a mask involved so I mean like the whole mask thing is not at all a problem for me personally like everybody's Uh, like oh I can't uh, breathe in this thing I'm like dude well, <laughs> like, I, I can sit there and mouth the words motherfucker a million times a day and nobody right. knows. I, well, see, and what I said, like what I said about being in a society full of stupid people, and it's never been evident to me as much as when Donald Trump says disinfectant and UV light. And you actually have people that fucking tried that. You know, that to me is scary. But at the same time, as George Carlin would say, it's funny. Because you can take all these stupid people that you see in the news, and that makes for a fucking hilarious joke. Because if we didn't have humor either, I think society would kind of be a little less than what it is if we didn't have humor. Because if that's one thing I learned in high school, it's how to make people laugh when you feel all the pain. When you have the biggest struggles going on in your head and you're trying to deal with shit, but you're so humble that you don't wanna piss other people off and upset other people, that you just make everybody smile. And you know, George Carlin and Robin Williams did that, okay? Well, in the fact that they didn't care. Everything was open as a platform to pick on it. Well, I think the and best comedians leave everything. So All the best comedians leave everything open for comedic <laughs> relief. Like everything, everything is in their sights. Like if it's something that's just a little absurd, you can make it funny stereotypes included i can listen to i can listen to inappropriate jokes and humor and find it funny dark jokes are my some of my favorite i'm not gonna lie there are some that are just like there are some people who are like it's not funny dude you just took that way too far like way too far yeah but But, when it comes to comedy how far is too far that's that's what the debate has always been when it comes to comedians. How far is too far? far? I think it depends on the context. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think it depends on the context well, and the the specific. I think it's like open to discretion for the situation. Right. Like not even just a too soon thing, but like inappropriate. Like why would you even say that? Like, nobody else has made any comment anywhere near it, and you just have to go off and left field with something that was completely ignorant. That's not funny to me. Right. I mean, like, if if it's all people, like, sitting there, like, kind of, like, one-upping the other with, like, stupid little comments, like, to, like, just kind of be like, oh, yeah, well, this is what I think about it. No, this is what I think about it. I, I know you know what I'm talking like uh, what do they call that camaraderie where you you're yeah both, you're both pissed so. off yeah. about the same thing so you just kind of like oh yeah make a joke of it and then somebody comes and I... talks about something in the polar opposite direction oh, like yeah. 
if you're talking about murder like, and everybody's I, talking about how like this murderer um this murderer did this this murderer did this this and this one and you're all talking about them doing the like this guy stabbed this guy stabbed this guy stabbed and you got this somebody walks in well this guy was a serial rapist like okay we're talking about stab wounds (laughs) yeah what What the fuck no it was just a joke no that's not funny though yeah well i've had i actually have had people before even my girlfriend said she'd support me if I tried doing stand up, but I'm the kind of person that have to, I have to get back how comfortable I am because I used to be comfortable and I lost that over years. I lost. I, I noticed that I noticed that I became more, um, outcast ish as I got older. Like I, I right. feel like, I feel like nobody grew outside of high school and it just kind of like the age difference is astounding because like I'll be sitting there talking to people who are literally old enough to be my mother and they, in my mind, the shit that they talk about and their mannerisms and like their mentality is just very adolescent to me most of the time like whenever they talk about stupid it's just it, it i don't we like for um for work we had to take this um sexual harassment education course i don't know we had to watch a couple videos okay. we had to watch a couple videos and then take tests to prove that we watched the videos I played the videos. Oh, really? Yeah. I played the videos while I was doing stuff. So, I mean, like, I was paying attention. And if I, enough to know that if it said something that, like, wasn't fucking obvious, that I would stop and I would go back and I'd rewind it and I'd rewatch that part. Just so that way I could learn something Mm -hmm. new. And and then I took the tests and there were people who said that they had to watch the movie like four times before they could pass the test. Jeez. And I'm sitting there going like I like if you didn't know this stuff by the time you got out of high school, what the fuck? (laughs) Right. And you, you would think you would think that a woman's best defense for sexual harassment is a good swift kick in the balls. No, throat I punch. I thought my daughter... Huh? Throat punch. What? Oh, throat punch. Okay, well, that works too. Some, no, because there are some guys who have probably been kneading the balls so many times, or they're all hopped up on yeah. cocaine or what the fuck ever, that they don't feel their fucking yeah. nuts. So throat punch, because True. a throat punch Ain't will always... Yeah, but just think about it this way. whether It doesn't matter what drug he's on. You kick him hard enough, he'll be pissing blood for weeks. Yes, but if you throat punch him... <laughs> if you throat punch well, yeah. him, he, he might need a tracheotomy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened saying. to you? I, I was being inappropriate, but oh, I don't care. No, 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 no. I mean, the, hey, no, from the guy from getting throat punched. 
He'd well, see, my, in the past couple of years, okay, like ever since the COVID thing started, a friend of mine, we had a falling out, and it's really sad that we had a falling out because he, he really was my best friend, and it's sad that it, we had to part on such shit. And he'd tell you that I blocked him on Facebook, which I did, and that's I, I can't lie about that. I did block him because I wasn't willing to put up with the fact that he thinks we should open our state now. Well, I don't like petty, stupid bullshit, and I don't like arguing about petty, stupid bullshit, and I'm not going to do it. So if I have to be criticized because I deleted you, not my problem. I'm not going to give in to the arguing and the bullshit anymore. Because my parents, when I was a kid, argued all the time. Arguing and yelling and screaming at another human being is the one of the most uncomfortable things for me because I heard yelling a lot. I don't it's like so it. toxic. Yes, I can't stand it. I hate it because the thing is, is like at a certain point... I, I feel like at a certain point when somebody's pushed too far, it just it, it kind of becomes like the only thing you can do. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I, I do understand that. I just want to make sure that that's oh, wow. understood. But like oh, wow. when, it's, good when, when you go you go on hikes, right? Well, I mean, like, I haven't gone on a hike in way too long, if that answers your question. If you, ever, if you ever find yourself on a nice hike and you're in the middle of nowhere and you know there's not a lot of people around, scream. I, I like, don't like doing that. Oh, uh, why? I, I don't like doing it. I, I don't like the way it feels to yell. Okay. Um... I mean, like, I think I personally get the same um, catharsis or relief or whatever you'd like to call that sensation you get from yelling. I think I get that from singing. Oh, there you go. Because whenever I feel like I, I want to scream and I'm by myself and I'm able to, I'll just, I'll, I'll pick a song that fits my mood and belt it out. So, I mean, like I, I use, I use it that way, but for me, yelling is just such a toxic thing. And it just, I, it, it turns me into this like dark being that I just, I don't like being. And a lot of my exes have made me yell. Like it's, like constantly like it it got to a point where all I did was fucking yell and I still wasn't being heard and like my entire like adolescence that's what it was like if the only way you're gonna get hurt is if you're yelling yelling louder than the person who's yelling at you right and that's I guess that goes back to my whole thing I don't like yelling because it's a huge trigger I just don't like it. it it makes me shut shut down and shut off if you're not going to have a normal conversation, calm. I can't. I can't talk to you. I just. I can't do it. I. I it. It. I can, but for only so long. Well, yeah. I mean, like I can, but I mean, like at some point, I'm. I. 
most of the time, and I'm getting, I'm getting better at it. I'm really proud of myself because it's taken a really long time to get as far as I've gotten. But like, I'm getting to the point now where I'm having an easier time with that boundary and being like, you know what? I just can't do this right now. Like, I'm done right. talking about this right See, now. Like, we need to put like, a pin in it. I know we've covered, we've covered, um, opinion and conversation but i just want to cover one really quick thing when it comes to opinion i have said for a long time that when you're debating and you're giving your opinion to somebody having facts and and logic because that's what having an opinion to me is all about having the facts and the logic to back up your belief and when you do that with another person and they completely deny your opinion but they think their opinion is better and they want to go to this whole agree to disagree bullshit. I, that's when it becomes hard for me, because if I have all the information to back up my opinion, why would you just still disagree with me when I'm the winner? You see what I'm saying? And I guess it's not about winning or losing an opinion or a conversation, but I've always had an issue with that. And I never understood why people always had that uh, issue, that opinion Let's just agree to disagree. Because if you agree to disagree, the issue is still there. It's not resolved. I think it's, it's just I, I, I think it's because a lot of people in in this this is my opinion. Um I think a lot of people have they they're like shut off to the fact that opinions are based out of perspective and experience. Yeah. So, like, we could be standing side by side for the exact same thing, and we had two well, completely different experiences. And that's true. Now, in my experience, I understand not all people are bad. But you know what the conversations that we've had in the past. We, I, I and I completely like, understand them. I just, I always try to play a devil's advocate whenever it's that, that kind of conversation because of the fact that, like, I understand where you're coming from, but I can also argue against it. If I can't, I won't. Correct. If well, I haven't see, personally experienced the opposite of it, I usually say I don't, I don't have that answer. I don't know. I'm sorry. That, but that's where the rub comes from for me because... I had so many shitty experiences when I was, I was homeschooled and most people, I mean, what kind of a society we, do we live in? I graduated in 2000 and went to Oakland Community College. And when I got there and I started my school, my college level school, school, the professor, you know, the usual BS, the professors do name, you know, age, where you're from, where you graduated. And it got to my turn. I say, you know, and I go, I was homeschooled and I am not shitting you. I swear to God, the chick next to me turns and says, what's that? Never heard of it. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. There's, she I didn't, I've said, never met somebody who didn't know what the homeschooling was. I haven't either, but I guess they're a dime a dozen. <laughs> But coming from that experience, my high school experience, college was a lot better. And it's kind of weird because, you know, every high schooler has a lot of bullshit they have to go through. We all know that people that have graduated and gone through all that crap. We know. 
you know. So coming from my point of view, when I'm when I was in high school, I was I went to a private school for a while before I was homeschooled. But the moral of the story was even at a Christian school, I was bullied. Bullying is everywhere. I People feel like I feel like I heard about more sense. bullying in Christian schools than in public schools. I, it, it wouldn't surprise me. from everybody you know, I've ever talked to. And I mean, like I'm from, I'm, I'm from Northwestern Pennsylvania. It's not a whole lot different than Michigan. You know what I mean? Like it's everybody I've ever talked to from Michigan had similar childhood experiences. I um, think, I guess the most traumatic thing, and there were a lot of traumatic BS that happened when I was a kid, but one I can specifically remember. And that was, I had a crush on the head of the cheerleading squad. Okay. Because it's cheerleaders. They're fucking hot. Let's admit this here. So she knew I had a crush on her. And, you know, the political bullshit that goes in between high schoolers and you who likes who. Yeah. But point being, we were on recess, and she invited me to come around to the back of this building on recess. Well, I'm thinking I'm back there with just her, right? Not really all that true. So I follow her to the back of the building, and what do I find? I find the whole fucking cheerleading squad standing there with rocks. And when I came around the corner, they all threw fucking rocks at me. And one busted me right in the face. So I had so many experiences, maybe not the same experience as what I experienced in high school, but general bullying on a level that really has an effect with everything about you. Because when you're bullied, your self-esteem kind of, the tank runs low, if you know what I mean. I do. I do. I. So it's, it's, hard, it's very hard for me to accept people. I understand. That's, that's exactly why, like, it, that, the last good conversation we had where, like, I kind of asserted my perspective, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. uh, right after you fell. Oh yeah, that that was stupid. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like that conversation, that that conversation. Yeah. When well, I that it, last it time I asserted myself. Well, I just kind of noticed that that's where that's where we kind of clicked a little bit better. I feel like the right there was a little bit more mutual understanding. Right. Well, also people aren't thinking about COVID this way. If you think about it, in the aspect of COVID, has made people. It 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 makes me at least, in my feelings, go back to the old school, you know being with family, watching TV with my family and my kids and enjoying the company of my family. Because let's face it, we don't do that as a country anymore. We're so uppity about working and work, 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 that we never have enough time for other people, specifically family. At least I don't. I know I when I had my job before I got laid off, I was working every day except for two days a week. And I had a good job. COVID hits, and now all of a sudden I'm on unemployment. Yeah, after it, after COVID hit, I've actually had more time than I've had in a long time. 
that's why that's why the the website got so much work done on it recently because i was like you know what i could be using this extra two hours to do this and i don't so but see covid covid taught us something see covid taught us that some states you make more money being unemployed then you do having a fucking job. I did notice that. I was talking to a couple people who got more money. Yeah, in Michigan, I make more money being unemployed than I do being employed. Not that I'm, and it's not that I'm uh, advocating to stay on unemployment. Not what I mean at all. All I'm pointing out is that some states, during this whole thing, you made more unemployment. Um, unemployment than you did actual having a job and i know people who are making like less than half of what they were making at a normal job oh well yeah so it goes both ways really it goes both ways there is to every yin there is a yang okay yeah and you can say that with every situation pretty much you can so that's that's why you know. that's why we have some of the conversations we have because I do always have a tendency to try to be like, well, no, it's common enough that I've seen it. <laughs> like, it's out there. Well, I, w- I promise. I, I, yeah, I would like to just. Take take a minute or two, okay? okay? And and for your audience, I would like to say this. Anybody who has, or I should say, during this whole COVID thing, if you're having issues staying inside and you have some form of mental illness, doesn't matter what it is, but you're stuck inside and it's really bothering you, and it could be a whole bunch of things, a whole host of things. But let me tell you, it's going to be okay. You always have to remember it's going to be okay. And reach out to somebody. I find phoning a friend, so to speak, is always a good help. Okay? Phoning a friend, calling the hotlines that we have set up for, because even here in Michigan, our governor did a special phone line you can call if you have a mental health problem. You can call that hotline and talk to somebody so you're not so upset. And I think that's a step in the right direction. But if you're struggling, just always remember that it's going to be okay. And I know sometimes that's hard to do. I get that. But I don't care what color you are. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what sexual preference, whether you're gay, straight, bisexual. I don't give a rat's butt. You do you. And if it makes you happy, continue to do it. Because that was my mistake when I was a kid. I listened to too much of my parents and didn't adhere to the standards of myself and being able to succeed for myself instead of exceeding for others. I exceeded for others. Exceed for your, succeed for yourself. Because that's the only thing that's going to make you happy by moving along this lovely pothole thing called life. Because every once in a while you get a pothole in life and you feel like, well, what do I do with this? I got a gaping pothole in front of me. How the fuck do I steer around it? 
and that's 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 life that's all about living life too figuring shit out but just remember that it's going to be okay and that whatever makes you happy continue to do that i just felt like i needed to say that because like i said for a long time i was doing things for my family and my parents now i'm not saying go be a rebellious child i'm not saying but what I am saying is once you hit that lovely age of 18, start living for yourself. Because I didn't do that. And I'm and I'm now I'm paying for it. <laughs> I feel like so, I've I've had a really difficult time living for myself my entire life. I had an easier well, time in high you, school well, than I do now. I had a lot more uh fuck it all in my system. In in my early you know sadly years. sadly enough sadly enough there are photos and my my mother now knows this so I my dad you know they now know this but there are photos from my childhood about 12, 13 years old where I'm super pasty white and I look like I'm sweating balls no that's a coke addiction at twelve See, and I, I never I, I never addiction. got into the substance thing oh jeez. I mean, like, I have, I, a... I have experience with, like, the, uh, like, the, the, the loved one point of view. True, um, right. My, my ex, have... my ex is, um, is a morphine addict. Oh, see, that's. And yeah, functional alcoholic. That's wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, that... I have, I yeah. have that perspective. And I mean, like, I, I have the perspective where I've always sat down and I've, I've actually talked to, um, recovered addicts or recovering, right. recovering addicts on, from various yeah. things. And, um, I, I, I've gained a lot of perspective in doing that. Like they, they kind of right. like lifted a few veils that I, I feel like right. I, it's part of the reason I want to do this. Right. Because well, see, my whole thing was I, everybody's happy in their own point of view, so to speak. And, you know, I just started to realize in the past, oh, since I met my girlfriend, so the past five, six years that if a guy is dating men and he's kissing his boyfriend and at the end of the kiss, he has this huge fucking ecstatic smile on his face. Why in the flying fuck do I want to break that up? Why would you want to? Why? Because you disagree because uh, your God in your religion says it's wrong. Well, you know what? Damn it. They're great looking together. They love each other. Leave it alone. It's time to leave the LBGT the fuck alone, period. Because it ain't about you. It's about them. Is that still a really heavy thing uh, in Michigan? Oh, the... I, I want to say it's not. Well, you know what? It kind of went out the window, but I know when, the, when uh, LBGT, specifically transgender women... And men were coming out saying that I have a right to use the bathroom. That was a big deal here. It was a huge deal here. 
Okay. I feel like and it was a huge was... deal all over that general vicinity because everybody I talked to from Pennsylvania had, um, had not everybody, but a, a good portion of the people that I talked to from Northwestern Pennsylvania had a very strong opposition to unisex bathrooms. And I just couldn't figure out why. Because out here, nobody gave a shit. But that's because the bathrooms down at the beach are unisex. Uh-huh. Like, it's... Unisex bathrooms are not a big deal for people who regularly use them. Oh, absolutely. Not to mention... the beach. Well, not to mention the percentage rate of that these people were coming up with to be to be all anti-transgender women can't use the bathroom bullshit, men's bathroom bullshit. They didn't have any backing to that because they couldn't. If you noticed, the Republicans would always come out and say, "Well, this percentage of children in bathroom bathrooms get molested by transgender women." Well, first of all, biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. Less than 1% of, let, I've never heard of it. You can't even use a percentage. I've never heard of a transgender woman, a woman doing disgusting, illegal things to a I've child. I've never heard of it. I never heard anything happen? about it until, until they said it would happen. Like until somebody, yeah. until it got like widely heard and like, internet viral spread that it was plausible did i ever hear of somebody claiming that and it was like almost immediate it was like i heard it like on i it, we'll say it was on the news but it could have been like talk show or something where somebody said it i heard it and then a couple of months later Somebody, or there's a huge headline where man, um, assailant claiming to be, or suspect claiming to be transgender, whatever. And I'm just sitting there going like, are you serious right now? Like, that's convenient. I'm not saying that, you know, not saying exactly one way or the other, but no. that's pretty convenient. All I have to say is that it, when, when that whole stuff was going on, it was really bad here specifically. And I, I, I don't know about gay clubs around here, but I know we do have a, a, quite a few in Detroit. And a friend, a friend of mine who I hang out with occasionally, him and his boyfriend like to go to this club. And one time they asked me to go. I was like, fuck it. Cool. Because, I mean, I don't know about anybody else. I don't know about any other straight people. But to me... A gay club is hopping, man. It's fun. Dude, there's so much more fun than the like the straight way bars. more fun. So anyway, we're at the club and we're doing our thing. And you can't, because here you can't smoke in the clubs or bars anymore. You got to walk outside. That's stupid. Same here. So I walk out. I actually I don't outside. mind it. Well. It doesn't snow here, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going with this. You don't have to freeze your ass off. No, it still gets um, cold. It does get cold. It still gets down yeah, into like, in but you're not standing in three feet of snow. No, I I do agree, but I I have to I I always have to point out that it does get cold here, like oh. it, it, it at night in the winter it will get down to the thirties. 
Like, there's been a couple of times where I walked out and the grass was frosty. Oh, damn. Yeah, like, we'll get we'll get a little bit. Of, it just doesn't, it doesn't stick. It doesn't get cold enough out here for it to stick. Stick. Well, that's nice, because it sticks like crazy. Here I know, sucks. I don't miss it, but that's. That's literally like the number one reason that I left Northwestern Pennsylvania was because I hate snow. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm getting on my far end of hating snow. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Cause you know today it's only thirty seven degrees and it was like fifty yesterday. Oh my god, it's like eighty today. It's gonna be Are like, you like yeah, it's gonna be like eighty something today. Balmy 75, oh, balmy 80 degrees. eh? Well, I mean, like, it was like 80 yesterday. Right. It's probably going to be like 80 again today. Yeah, but your governor didn't open the beaches, did he? Uh, I think they did, and then they closed them again. I don't really know. To be honest, I haven't been following it. I haven't heard from um, my one job about right now we're tentatively closed until they tell us otherwise. Right. <laughs> it's, that's pretty much what it is. We're still working oh. contracts that our consumers would typically be working oh. on. So, I mean, like, I still have to go in every now and again. Um, but it it's whatever i work with the immunocompromised population so like i'm not i'm not sure that we'll open anytime soon right 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 we'll be one of the last places to open which which is kind of sad honestly because when you're sitting there explaining to these people why you have to wear a mask especially for the immunocompromised like you just said it's still beyond their Fucking no, it, no, it's not. No, not for the day programs. Most of them understand that they have to wear them, and you can explain it to I'm them. And they'll... In general, um, that population understands that. I'm talking about people in general. Oh, well, people yeah. that are all about, I don't need to wear a mask. It's none of your business. Those are the people that I'm referring to, because obviously people that are where you're at are going to wear a mask, because it's common sense and it's healthy. But like I've said, not everybody is healthy. Not everybody gives a shit about their health. And the people that don't wear a mask, to me, obviously don't give a shit about their health. Yeah, my roommates, you know? my yeah. roommate and, and I were talking really, about it because like, her grandmother, my roommate's grandmother, um, she refuses, absolutely refuses. Like, she has, like, diabetes or some shit, refuses to make sure that she's keeping that in check and take care of it. She pretty much denies that she has it. I mean, like, it's there, but she makes minimal and, effort. You know, like, that's minimal. a sad situation to be in because her decision is her decision. It is, but the point, it... The point being that I make to everybody who thinks they don't have to social distance or wear a mask, all I have to say is if that's... At this point in time, if you're in a state where where it's required, wear the fucking mask. It has nothing to do with taking your rights away. Since when are there rights to not wear a fucking mask? 
We're in the middle of a pandemic, and these people think that they can dictate to our governors how to do things. Ain't going to happen because they're not thinking with common sense. I actually, unlike them, give a shit about everybody, even them. But if they're going to be stupid and not wear a mask, get COVID and fucking die, that's their fucking problem, not mine, because karma's a bitch. That may seem really disgusting and harsh to, to the, the people that uh, are protesting and think this thing's fake. My girlfriend's best friend's husband died of COVID-19, but it's fake. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I've gotten into a couple conversations they, with people. For a second. We have so many dead bodies in Michigan that they ran out of fucking places to put them. So what they did was started putting dead bodies in the ice rinks because ice will keep the bodies cold because you can't go play hockey anymore because COVID. So they've started to put people that pass away from COVID or pass away in general in ice rinks because it's cold. But you're going to sit there and tell me it's fake when my girlfriend's best friend's husband, who she'll never see again, died from. It's like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's stupid. There's a there there's somebody actual... in my apartment complex that reported positive. Um, my roommate's uncle contracted it, but to the best of my knowledge, remained asymptomatic. Oh, okay. Um, there was a woman. Okay. I know there's been you a know, couple uh, others. That you know on close. Facebook they walk around on Facebook some of these news agencies and they talk to the Trump supporters to just prove how stupid they are. I know there are. Sure I know there are some some uh, right videos streaming out there like that. Here, there was a girl from China. Okay, she's an American citizen and her, she was adopted. Okay. She caught COVID. She was five years old. She caught COVID and she fucking died. She spasmed and she died. At least the article I was reading, that's what it said. Well, one of these news people asked one of the Trump supporters about the, gave him the whole rundown, the story, everything, so they could understand the situation. Right. Well, the lady still had the balls and the goldacity to say, well, that's a really sad story, but unfortunately it happens. And just because one five-year-old dies doesn't mean we keep the whole country closed. Like, listen here, you stupid fucking bitch. You're talking about somebody else's kid, you fucking idiot. I get the idea that Republicans don't think when they open their mouth. Uh everything they say, just everything that comes out of their mouth, and I'm not even talking about news or articles written by Republicans. I'm just saying the whole Republican ideal in the general. The stereotypical is, Republican. Let's say yeah, that. Yeah, the stereotypical Republicans are not for freedom. They're for the same. Because why would you want, listen how they talk. Why would you want somebody to have the same belief you do? Imagine that. Three billion people with the same opinion? That's fucking boring. But the thing is, is to people... To the stereotypical Republican, for whatever causes it, people like them, in a sense, um, oh, they don't. Oh. They don't think that way. 
And I mean, like, they it's kind of, and, and, and the thing is, is that's kind of beautiful in and of itself. Because, I mean, like, do you think they have yeah. internal dialogue? Who has internal dialogue? Stereotypical Republicans. Do oh. you think they have internal dialogue? Not in my, I, I would have to disagree, no. <laughs> no? I'm dialogue, just curious. I don't okay, have an answer. In, dialogue in the aspect that it's all about them, maybe. Dialogue in selfish me, 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 me. Because if you ever hear a Republican talk, they're all about me. It's the, You never hear them talk about, well, you'll hear them talk about get the economy work. Unless you're a liberal. If you're a liberal, there's no use for you. So they've always had, in my opinion, this negative opinion about somebody other than their a Republican stereotypical opinion. You know, they don't leave room for a good, healthy debate, because if a Republican doesn't have to debate, that's a good day. Yeah, you know? I have I noticed some- that a lot of them, a lot of the stereotypical Republicans, I, I have a, at the moment, I have a tendency to call them Trump tards. See, I don't call them Trump tards, and you're not the first person to use that term. Uh, I've read a few articles where they use Trump tard, in all honesty. So coming up with uh, names for our lovely fearless leader is not that difficult, but I like mine personally. I like to call Donald Trump the Grand Grand Wizard Trump cunt. That's what I call him. He's the Grand Wizard See, Trump cunt. That's, every time you- that's a mouthful. I understand that, but I've made so many people laugh with that. I call him Cheeto so, in chief. Mr. Orange Orange Boy. Cheeto in chief. You know, I don't know what I don't know whether to uh he's every time I see him talk, dusty. you ever notice how his hair kind of he's got that fold, that comb over? Uh-huh. You ever notice that? Dude, I don't know whether I want to take it off and stick it to the wall, because I swear it looks like you could. Yeah, it's not that it's a comb over. So I mean like it is his real hair, but okay. what it's But seriously, seriously It's a comb over and it's a bad comb over and he I'm loves it, but he that. loves it because it makes him money because everybody talks about it. Yeah. The more people talk about it the better, but oh no, I can't you, stand it. All you really have to do is when you're thinking about stuff just step back and think about this for a second because it's kind of scary. But, you know, when you step back and you really think about people who voted for Donald Trump, here's a man that said you could inject yourself with disinfectant and a UV light, but people voted for him. I think about that and I go, Canada, here I come. Okay, so... So <laughs> I actually I actually read part of the transcript from that. Okay. Um it, Here's the thing is every time he speaks I have a tendency to look up the topic to see what the rest of everybody else like his his administration essentially because what happens is, is he speaks and then his people have to come back and say what the president meant was 
and, and you know why 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 it. do we need a president where he has to have people generally explain what the fuck came out of his mouth i don't know and it, it doesn't do any it doesn't do them any favors and i wholeheartedly agree i'm just saying that i read we have, I, I read what he quote unquote actually meant to go along with it to see if i can debunk it yeah and apparently for that one what i found was he said that there he didn't know what it was called but it acted as a sort of disinfectant it was some kind of medication that they they already use it was like a something for like cancer patients or something else like it was he was talking about the concept of oh. a disinfectant type solution that they could administer and he said that he also knew that there was some kind of treatment out there where they used like a a uv light because um they found that the virus itself does not live very long in direct sunlight or at least it 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 struggles to live in direct sunlight so like basically direct sunlight so i mean like if you take all that information and you put it together apparently what i'm assuming he was asking according to like oh well that is he still could have he still could have read it better though and that's that exactly like my that's where i always come with it at the end of that is but he opened his mouth well, I, and like those well, words always... trigger stupid fucking comments and stupid trends. And it's just baffling to me. So baffling to me. Well, in the, in this respect, I, I think about it this way. I didn't vote for Obama, but now when I think about it, can't we have a guy like Obama who dresses, <laughs> he never dressed flashy dressed really fucking nice but at the same time he was articulate when he opened his fucking mouth he didn't sound like a retard and his words actually meant shit when he said it well that's that's the problem though is you know not not that not that i agree with every single thing obama did cuz i obviously don't but if i had a choice i'd go with him these days cuz trump's an idiot I actually agree with that. I'm not going to, like, there's no. You know, the only thing that Obama did that I didn't like was the socialized medicine, the healthcare system. That is, obviously we need to fix it. Yes, completely agree. But there are ways to go about. I did end up getting, I did end up getting fucked with his healthcare. Yeah, and a lot of people got fucked because why are you going to But I'm getting fucked now with healthcare too, so like. And understandable. So you're fucked if you do and you're fucked if you don't. (laughs) If I had to, if I had to do it over again, and I got to choose, I I would bring Obama back. Oh yeah, so would I. So would I. Especially if we're comparing him to Cheeto in Chief, because like. Yeah, but now. now I'm down with Brown. (laughs) Yeah, but that lady that's (sighs) accusing Biden of all this shit, the that's not going to look good for his record either. Because he's trying to run and beat Donald Trump. So when you have a woman sitting there saying, he molested me. Okay, but Trump has the same fucking accusations. He does, but see, here's the problem. Trump has like 
26 friggin' women and stuff like that, you know, that uh, uh, he so-called touched, okay? So Biden only, from what I know, Biden only has one person accusing him of whatever she's accusing him of. But, I mean, the, the overall point is Sometimes that can have an effect on your uh, platform on what you're running at, as you know, it's going to hurt his campaign a bit. Well, yeah, but you know? I, I even don't know. he even petitioned he even petitioned Congress. I think it was he was either the Senate or the Congress. He petitioned them to say, "Look, can I have some information on this check? Because this is BS." Okay, now. I don't really see what he did as a problem, okay, asking for information, because let's face it, when someone says useless lies, we kind of want to know if it's true, just to check our backing. Right. I mean, ultimately, Joe Biden would know if he did it. So he's A, either lying, or B, being an ass. Pick one. You're either telling the truth or you're lying. It's that simple. But in this day and age, it's so much more difficult in my personal opinion, and you don't, I don't, mean you don't think that you don't think there's a, a gray area between truth and. I do. I absolutely do. But how far do you go with that? Well, I'm just asking, like, do you I, a lot of people don't. I, I was at, honestly asking at it. Of... Oh, I, I absolutely. I believe in gray areas everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Because when I see people calling Joe Biden pedo Joe, that kind of raises my opinion of why they're doing that. So I'm going to Google why they're doing that. I don't really like the fact that I have a choice of two people that are now being accused of touching women inappropriately. Because if it's one thing I know, it's that I don't put up with that bullshit. Yeah, but if you're talking about old white guys, if you look back in their history, you're going to find it. It sucks, and yeah. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to justify it in any way, shape, or form. But with what they were raised in, like the era and everything that they were raised in, it was commonplace. It wasn't right, but it was commonplace. Well, so see, I mean, like if you I... dig deep enough, you're gonna find something. And I mean, if. I don't I don't know what's going I don't know why they call him Pedo Joe. Because apparently he went after a girl that was underage. How underage? I don't know. That's the thing. That's I don't know. But apparently he touched a girl that was underage. I don't know how what age she was, but that's what I heard. Well And that's what I'm saying. I'm, you hear all these yeah, things. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll have to look up. that up because I I that's, haven't really heard anything about it personally. Yeah, I don't know if maybe it's because that's I'm. Why they're calling. I don't personally think. I don't know what I think about that. If it's true, that's pretty shitty, and I don't want to vote for somebody that treats a woman that way. <laughs> but when you're raised in a family where you see. Uh, your mom and your dad, and they're screaming and yelling and being, you know pretty much assholes to me because I looked up to my parents. I ain't gonna lie. I looked, I mean, the conversations I've had with my parents in the past, I just now started talking to my dad 
And boy, I've learned some things about that man that I never fucking knew. Okay. I absolutely love my dad. And the funny thing is I used to hate his guts because I always felt like he never gave a shit. You know, you get it. You get to that time when you're a teenager and you really do try to impress your parents. And when you don't, you either think they don't notice or they don't, or they just don't care. Now I was on the, just don't care part. I thought my parents legitimately did not give a fuck about me. Because when you have two other brothers and two other sisters, the attention gets taken off of you and put on to them. Well, what do you do with that? You go out and do some pretty stupid shit. Well, there's the attention again. It was never positive attention. It was always negative attention. Because I was, I was honestly doing really stupid shit to get people to notice. And that's not how you gain fans anywhere. No. See, when I was when I was in high school with my mom was I I guess we'll call her emotionally unavailable. Um, (laughs) I mean, like she was there. But like she didn't use her head, so like it was. She opened her mouth and what came out was just like this really like it was it was like she was picking a fight. My mom, I'm pretty sure she's bipolar. Like, every time I think about it, I realize that, like, I'm not qualified. I call her bipolar, but I don't actually know her diagnosis. I just know that she's, she's fucked up in the head. Yeah. And. Oh, shit. And, you know, I kind of feel like that's where society has gone. As soon as you say, I, I'm sorry, I have an issue. I'm kind of bipolar. I apologize for a bipolar moment, you know, or if you're honest about your issue, people look at you like you have three fucking heads. That's because we're high functioning. I actually have gotten into plenty Some of conversations on we this. We have three fucking heads. Like, oh my God, what? go over there. You're we bipolar. Either... It might wipe. I hate that. Well, we either get, we either get the... Oh, sorry, my bad. I didn't know that you were. That's not the point. You shouldn't have been a dick about it. Now, on the other hand, there's also the people who sit there and as soon as they find out... Like, I had a perfect example. Woman I used to work with. I absolutely love this woman. So, coming from her, it was... It was kind of like a, a spark for this epiphany, if you will. Um, right. I, I was having a, an exceptionally difficult day that day, so I was having a, a more difficult time masking. And she asked me if I was okay, and I said no. And she went, honestly, I didn't know you were going to be that honest. And I went, nobody ever asks. Yeah. Well, in your case, most people don't ask. They don't. And, and she, she was, she, she inquired a little bit and I ended up just telling her like my BPD was, was acting up and my anxiety was acting up and I had had four anxiety attacks that day and there was still three hours left to work. And I just like, I was not having, not having a good day. And she just kind of like, she was like, 
does this happen often? And I went, well, I mean, like, when when it's flared up, yes, and it's been flared up for the last few months, but um, why do you ask? And she went, I never would have guessed there was anything wrong with you. You're, you're so high-functioning. It never registered. And I mean, like, I work in the mental health community. I work with people with developmental, physical, and behavioral disabilities. Right. Um, but it never occurred to me that the majority of society have the absolute worst visual in their mind of whatever it is, whether it be PTSD or BPD or depression or psychosis of any kind they have like and it it is because of movies I'm not gonna lie because that's where people get most of their perception because they don't actually realize that a lot more of us have have issues we just we don't say anything because we we get tired of the responses I think a lot of times but I think that's the problem is people just have like this dark mindset like like the Joker. I really liked right. the new one because it showed so why he and, became that way. And you know what's funny? You know it's really well it's not funny, but I mean I kinda knew it would happen. There's a theater down the street from me and the first showing that they had of that movie, somebody in the front row flipped out. They got triggered so much by the Joker and seeing his, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, change. That moment when he snaps. He was, he flipped out because, I, I don't really know why he flipped out, but I think seeing the Joker go through that moment of crazy in his head just flipped the switch. Because the guy stood up and started screaming at the screen. Just weird shit. So it obviously had an effect on him. I'm not going to lie. I, I I definitely related to a lot of that, of that mental, thing. emotional spiral. Especially the scene where he looks up, and when he looks up at his therapist and he says, you don't listen, do you? That's how I feel a majority of the time. Like yeah, people are just me playing. Too. People just play through the motions to kind of make you happy for a second and then send you on your merry, quick, friggin' way. You know, that's why I've always had this opinion that people don't really give a fuck about anybody. They only care about themselves. Because look at look at society and the way we run. It's all about us and less about other people. And it disgusts me. But going off on another end, my best friend who I told you I don't, talk to anymore asked me a question he said because i was in facebook jail for something stupid well i came out of it i was in facebook jail for a month for a whole 30 days and the very first day that i was out of facebook jail my my buddy texts me on my messenger and says what happened to you when you were in quarantine on top of your being in facebook jail what happened to you 
You know what my answer to him was? This was my answer. I grew up. That was my answer. I grew up because I realized that anarchy cannot work because I'm a, I am used to be a huge anarchist. I didn't believe in government control. But the more I thought about it and the more I looked at my son and the more I looked at my girlfriend and my kids, I realized government ain't half fucking bad. And you know why? Because they keep people in line. Just because you have one shitty senator doesn't mean the whole kettle is painted black. Just because you have one cop that kills an innocent black man doesn't mean you paint the whole kettle of police officers black. There's still good police officers. There's still good black people. There's still good races of all minorities. So this is this is a recent. Like, yeah, it's recent. This that's awesome. Congratulations. I can't. That's progress. Can't that's that's fantastic. I can't continue to live my life believing in nothing because that's really what an anarchist believes. They don't really believe in much except anti-government, fuck the government, fuck this, fuck that. Right. You never really, you never get a really clear, clean answer except that government sucks. And I think in some situations, government needs to step in because we, the people, can't. Meaning we're under a pandemic of COVID-19, so therefore the governors of the states are taking charge because we the people can't. We're not, there are a majority of us who are not gonna do the right thing. We're not gonna social distance. We're not gonna wear a mask when we have to. And that's why police and government is okay in that situation because they know people are gonna be stupid and that's what they're there for they're there for to enforce it, to make sure you're being safe. I I've know that there's, a there's, a, there's a restaurant in, I think it's Texas, I think. It was on, it was, it was playing across the news and I had read something about it, but it was playing across the news when I got my hair cut. My barber's awesome, by the way. My barber, um set up in his garage and was oh, that's sweet. um and was doing one client at a time and the stipulation was is you have to wear a mask so he cut around yeah. like he he like would pull the strap on the ear just enough to to trim around it like he but he made yeah the mask was mandatory he wore gloves and a mask like he was super extra cautious and it it was outside like it was in his garage like he he put up like temporary walls it was fantastic because my hair was driving me fucking nuts he's still making money by being safe but in this situation like in michigan in the situation i told you my girlfriend got into there's still people in the state that i live that don't want to fucking do anything because they don't think you, I have a right to tell them, be safe around my kid. It's not about them. It's about my kids and my girlfriend and you and your friends and your friends' friends. It's about everybody. Yeah, what you said with, um, oh, I forgot the, oh, what her name is. Um, 
the music artist that you talked to me about. I forgot what her name was. A Gaga, Lady Gaga. Yeah, in those cases, yeah. Doesn't really affect everybody. Maybe, maybe in some small situations that's true. But we're not really talking in the star situation, so to speak. We're talking in the regular old Joe working man situation. Because let's face it, there's this lovely thing that you'll never hear any politicians talk about. And that is class warfare. It exists. Thomas oh, Jefferson absolutely. Absolutely. One, that, I mean, like there uh, always has been. There's always been a hierarchy. There's always gonna be a hierarchy. Um, that's animal behavior. Correct. Um, so correct. I mean, like I get having a a sort of hierarchy. I just feel like, but not in the extent that it is, though. Not so, as when you have- not as morally inept as it is. Like right. the hierarchy, right. like. The people that are, I, for, for lack of better terminology, the people who are higher on the totem pole. Correct. Um, they're supposed to be the type of people that you want to aspire to be. Correct. So, like, if everybody running everything is a, psych, a sociopath or a psychopath and... A lot of businessmen are, in case anybody was wondering. And, um, but see, here's the... They lack the, so much empathy that they can't even yeah. fathom what it means for right. their success. Like, it doesn't matter. There's nothing there. It doesn't matter. They achieve their goal. And Right. And see, when, when you talk about people on the higher end of the totem pole, like we're talking about now, for example... When Congress got together and said, oh, shit, the country needs money, nobody's nobody's working, so we need to send them a stimulus check. As soon as they said that, I figured, well, first of all, A, we have Trump as president. B, we have a Republican, I think it's a House we have. The Senate's all Democrat, if I do believe, read that properly. I'd have to go look, because I'm not really sure. Point being that People, you know, they, it's almost like, I already knew when they were going to send out stimulus packages to good working, hardworking Americans, that the multi-billion dollar companies would get a chunk of that. Because anytime the government says, stimulus check, I already know, out the ass end of that asshole somewhere, a big, huge corporation's getting a big, huge fucking paycheck because that's how it works with Republicans. Give it to the big guy. Well, I have this to say. Do you think, for example, I worked for Home Depot. That I'm going to say. I worked for Home Depot. Now, do you really think that the owners of Home Depot really give a fuck about me? The answer is no. They give it, they care about the money I make them. They don't really give a shit about me or, or the money I make. Because let's face it, Home Depot, in my personal opinion, from working there, is a multi-billion dollar company. Not only is it a multi-billion dollar company, but I've worked with many people in that company for the four years I worked there. 
that weren't really good fucking people. But you get that at every job you work at. Every single one, even the ones that I do. But my point being is that I felt when I worked at Home Depot that nobody really gave a fuck. I kind of feel that way at every job I've been at. Because to me, a boss is supposed to give a shit about his employee. Because if they don't, that turns me off and it makes me want to go get a job somewhere else and say, fuck your company. I'm never buying your shit again. Right. That's what it makes me want to do. You know, but I've had debate after debate after debate after debate with people going, well, it's not the CEO's job to give a shit about you. But it is. Because if you make me happy, I make your customers happy. And if you don't have happy employees, you ain't going to have happy customers. It's true. There's a thing my grandfather, God rest his soul, used to say. He was in World War II and he was in the 88th Infantry Division. He was in Fort Rommel in Africa and he was in Italy and France. But my grandfather used to tell me this. Shit rolls downhill. And it's true. Every aspect of our lives, shit always ends up rolling downhill. Because yeah. even if you think you have, have it up there, eventually you're going to get blowback from it. <laughs> so I made an observation during this conversation. Okay. Um, okay. Did you listen to Casey Kasem as a kid? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know he... who did. I, I've never met somebody who didn't. Okay. Maybe except my kids, of course, but... You have a very Casey Kasem vibe. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I I don't think when I talk to people I really pay attention to that. <laughs> I it doesn't it doesn't sound conscious. Like it doesn't sound like something that you're trying to do at all, but it's like you're whenever you are are speaking. Mhm. You just have like this very Casey Kasem vibe. Yeah. Like like an inf <laughs> and it just it makes me happy. I loved Casey Kasem as a kid. Like that was like the best part of riding on the bus was listening to Casey Kasem talk. Right. But all right, Liam, I I wanna thank you. Oh, absolutely. I do, and I I'm I'm really glad that you are interested in joining me on this on this mission of mine cuz like I said that that's kind of the whole point of the podcast is to bring um bring in a sense of community to those of us who've always felt like outcasted and alienated and just completely misunderstood. You know, I would I would like to see you get to the point where you're not just behind a speaker, a microphone. You can actually take phone calls, you know, like call-in type thing that they do for radio shows. That would actually be really cool. Because then you could have people call you and be like, well, I'm having an issue with us, and so here, how do I fix it? And, you know, it would only be from your personal opinion and your personal experience on how to fix it. But I think that would be a really good thing for other people to hear different points of view to fix the specific issue that they're having. Because let's face it, there's more than one way to skin a cat. 
on that note, I I really think that you you have a a unique perspective that you're capable of also articulating, which it's makes me feel kind of good for you to say that because I don't have a lot of like where I live here in Michigan, I don't have a lot of people to be social with. So when COVID's over, if I'm going to bars, it's by myself usually to have a few drinks and come home because I don't have friends here, honestly. I I, I have to say it this way. I have friends yet acquaintances because here in Michigan, don't really hang out with a lot of people. Yeah, I, I, can, I, I could see why because I, I don't. I mean, when like, I log I'd into Facebook, out, I, I have a whole bunch of people I talk to. And they're never in the same state, like ever. Yeah, I've noticed that about me too. I have a lot more long distance friends than like immediate, could call and hang out kind of friends. I have a couple, which is kind of cool, but it's really weird because it's new. I would actually, to be completely honest, I would take a plane and go visit you. I would. I would do that because it sounds fun where you're at. But on your end, on your end, you have to promise me to take me to a really cool club, and you know where I'm going with that. I don't. I don't really know any. I don't. I don't do that. Oh, you don't. No, that's okay. why everybody oh, always sits there. Like, like I could take you to a show, but it would be more metal than punk. I wouldn't care. I didn't I'm think so. I was just letting you know. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for. Uh, Like I said, being here with me and everyone else, we'll see you next Tuesday.